0: Numbers 33, verse number 1. That's verse number 3, verse number 1. All right, so let's read together. These are the journeys of the children of Israel who went out of the land of Egypt by their armies under the hand of Moses and his brother Aaron. Verse number 2. Now Moses wrote down, catch that. Moses wrote down the starting point of their journeys at the command of the Lord. And these are their journeys according to their starting points. That's number three. That's where we're going. They departed from that city in, in, in Egypt. In the first month of the 15th day. Hold on for now. Catch a breath. They departed from Egypt. The 15th day in our calendar of January. January. Let us sink in for a while. I know it means Abib, Nisan, in the Jewish calendar. Let us read it again. They departed from that space in Egypt. In the first month of the 15th day of the first month, on the day after Passover, the children of Israel went out with boldness in the sight of all the Egyptians. Actually, I had no clue. I only realized this after I sent the text to Emmanuel this afternoon, evening, afternoon today. I realized what the scripture said. The first day, the first month and the 15th day, that is today. I said, look at your calendar today, today is the 15th day of the first month. And the Bible says that one of the things that they did, the Bible says that after the Passover, the children of Israel went out with, somebody say boldness. boldness. The spirit of the Lord himself has not given us fear, but of power, of love and of a sound mind. There is no fear in 2023. Amen. Are you here in church? There is no fear in the year 2023. Amen. I want to tell you the reason why this will blow your mind because while I was preparing for this text, I had no clue I will be confronting the spirit of death. Okay. But the Bible says that they, they move out with boldness in the sight of all their enemies. This is not trying to be ashamed and not letting your enemies see you. This is you walking out in boldness and the enemies who had entrapped you will see you delivered. I'll say it again. It is one thing for us to celebrate before the church and Christians and believers and say, well, these are my testimonies. But it is another thing for your enemies who bound you, held you, rebuked you, and put you in the snare. They are about to see you walk out in boldness in the name, come on, in the name of Jesus. The same ones who held you back, the same ones who held you and said you are good for nothing, they are about to see you. suddenly say, I'm walking boldly. Say, so I'm walking, Bartley! You know, I... I, I, I like the Bible because the Bible is intentional. It is not a, a careful consideration of your pace. It is not slyly or, or, or walking out and no one's spying or looking at you. This is you walking out and knowing that they are watching you. This is you walking out and knowing that they were monitoring you. This was you walking out and knowing that they set your eyes on you. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they're saying. I'm about to walk out in boldness. Walk out of your shame, in boldness, walk out of your pain, in boldness, walk out of your lack, in boldness, walk out of sickness, in boldness, walk out of poverty, in boldness, somebody say I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, say I'm walking in boldness, and so what you want to do for the next, keep standing, for the next 30 seconds, because the scripture says the 15th day of the first month they took a step. Are you here in church? It wasn't the step it wasn't the step of shame. It was a step of boldness so what I want you to do for the next 30 seconds if you can half a, half a minute I want you to take a step and take a step from where you are to where you are meant to be now take a step take a step into your breakthrough come on church a step into favor a step into promotion a step into blessings take a step take a step oh Lord a step into my inheritance oh Lord I take a step into my breakthrough oh Lord This is my step. This is my journey into my breakthrough. Come on, church! Come on, church! This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice. Come on, take a step. I rejoice on today. I'm walking into my victory. I'm walking into my power. I'm walking into deliverance. Take a step, church! Take a step. 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 step, step. Ooh. Yes, Lord. We'll take a step. This is our victory. In Christ Jesus. Take a step. You may be seated at church. Ha. Ah. Ah. Sunkranto I want to read a text from the scripture that you probably have read again and again. Every now and again when I try to flip the text and pretend like I already read that before, the Lord would bring to my attention things that I thought that I knew. If you have your Bibles, quickly mark chapter number 5. Promise I won't take too long. This is me, by the way, sp- speaking of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> this is me. I don't want to take long. But well, there's a spirit in me. And I like to allow the spirit to flow. Even though I don't want to no flow. Are you there? Mark chapter number five. I read from the NKJV. Chapter number four ends with Jesus crossing to the other side where he had silenced the, the wind and rebuked the sea. That's in chapter number four. Like I mentioned every time, the book of Mark is a shooting script. What you find in Mark, you hardly find in the rest of the Gospels. John, Matthew, and Luke. Matthew is like the, Mark is like the guy that has no time to explain. He just goes into the movie. No time for the in a preview and all that so in chapter number four it ends with jesus rebuking the sea and speaking to the wind and saying, peace be still that was the northeastern part of the sea of galilee so give you context sir. because what you want to read right now you probably have read it before but once you understand maps regions demography politics dispensations you understand the context of scripture so in chapter number five the Markian Gospel is one of the richest of the synoptic. A lot of theologians believe that Matthew and Luke took from Mark. So there was a Gospel called the Q Gospel, which seems to almost replicate what Mark is, but has a lot of heresy in it. When you study theology, you realize that a lot of people write on the commentary on Matthew, all the discourse of Matthew and Luke. But barely the people write about Mark, because Mark does not really give you. Mark writes like you already know. You already know. So he writes like, he assumes that everyone knows what you're reading. So Mark chapter number 5, I read from verse number 1. Then they came to, somebody said the other side of the sea. They were in the northeastern part before of the Sea of Galilee. Now they've come to the east. They were in the northern eastern region. Now they are coming down to the east proper. It was in the northern eastern region that Jesus had quieted the sea. It was actually a very... Very Jewish, in a sense, a Galilean region. But Galilee, like we know, is not like Judea. The Galileans were known for trade. We were known for fishing. We were known for commerce. They were known for the metropolitan kind of lifestyle. They were known for export and import. They were known for all things money. But the Judean region was known for their religious belief. The temple was there in Jerusalem. So, oftentimes, Jesus spends time with, not just in Jerusalem, but with the disciples. Actually, all the disciples were from Galilee, apart from Judas, who was from Judea. So, to give you context, and the reason why I'm doing this is to give you the context for what you're about to hear today. So, Jesus has spent time in the Jewish region, but now coming down to the eastern part, which is very much Gentile. The Bible says, then they came to the other side of the sea. Somebody said, the other side of the sea. So, I am ready for the other side of the sea encounter. The Bible says that, the Bible said to the other side of the sea, to the country of the gatherings. I could spend time to talk about gatherings. I've seen a lot of isegetic, unscholarly, heretic view on the word gatherings. And it is not my assignment to debunk those views. But gatherings, like we know, is actually... One of the ten states or cities in the Decapolis. And the Decapolis is not a Jewish colony. It actually was a Roman. And the Bible said Jesus had come to the country of Decapolis. I want you to mark that word the country. Because in the ancient Near East, the word country is not the word country for today. When we use the word country, we use the word another nation. When they use the word country, it possibly most of the time means another region. So a country could be Manchester, a country might be Essex, a country might be another city-state, but not necessarily another nation. So the Bible said Jesus had come to the country of or the city or the state of the gatherings. And when he had come out of the boat. Now, the word gatherings, uh, to give you a, a break context for the word, it means reward at the end. Amen, church. The meaning of gatherings means reward at the end. And we'll see Jesus exemplify the prophetic symbolism for the word gatherings. And a lot of people say this means the tribe of God. Well, we do not find that. Anyway, that's not for today. The Bible says the gatherings and the, 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 the thing you have to put in mind is the gatherings and, and when he had come out of the boat, Eli's coming out of the boat and entering the boat. The Bible says immediately, ah, I like Mark. Mark doesn't wait time to explain what and what. He waits. immediately they met him out of the tombs. Somebody said tombs. It is not a tomb, it is tombs. And the reason why uh, the Bible pluralized the word tombs was because we want to see the ownership of this dead grave region. The Bible says that I met him out of the plural tombs a man with an unclean spirit and, and, I, and I like the way that uh, Mark explained that. Matthew writes that there were two men, but Mark took an emphasis on the one with the legion. The Bible says that when Jesus had come into the gatherings the first thing that happened was a man who actually, or a demon as you read now, who met him Bible says that, but he came out of the tombs. He came out of the tomb. There were two coming out of you finding the scripture. The first one who came out was Jesus. He came out of a boat. Amen, church. And as Jesus stepped out of a there was a man who stepped out of the tombs. Uh. And I will explain the word exakomai, parakomai, isakomai. And all these Greek meanings, the reason why is to give you context for what's about to happen. So Jesus has left where he was. And it, it, some demons speak and demons talk. And they had intimated themselves and said, this same Jesus that has come to your terrain. He was the same Jesus who had shut and quieted the sea just a couple of hours ago. He's come to your terrain. It's almost like when Jesus came to town, them demons knew because he had troubled them in the previous city. And the Bible says, as Jesus came on the ball, on the on the scene, this guy came also, but this guy came out of the tombs. The Bible says who had his dwelling among the tombs. Who dwelt among the tombs. And this is the part I want you to hear me that this guy dwelt among the tombs. Not just one tomb. Many tombs. His habitation was in the tombs. He lived in the tomb. He was literally possessed by the spirit of the tomb. Or the spirit of the dead. Or the spirit of the grave. Or the spirit that take out life. This man was the, what you call, he was almost what you call, he has been overtaken by the demons of death. Or by the demons of the tomb or by the demons of the grave and this man when he saw Jesus the first thing he did was to pull out of the tomb and came before Jesus because the tomb was his abode so this man lived in graves or lived in tombs but he was alive, he wasn't dead, but he had the spirit of death all over him. And, and, and in Bible times, we understand that this man actually lived in tombs, and the tomb were physical. But do you understand, in the current church, uh, there were people who live in the spiritual tomb also. There were people that the spirit of death is locking around them. Uh, and I hear the Lord said to tell someone in this place that uh, there are people here afraid of dying. There's a spirit of death uh, that are reminding you that for some reason you might die. Hear me, hear me but I come with the word of the Lord I come with the word of the Lord I've come to announce to someone here I do not care how the devil has told you that if you fall sick you will die during the pandemic a lot of us we are scared for our lives we felt like when we have the virus we are going to die there was the spirit of death that has locked unlocked from 2020 and everyone in the church were afraid because we think we will die the spirit of death oh my God you have a little flu you are shaking have a little migraine you are like thinking, oh my god I'm about to die because it has been imprinted in our spirit that once we fall in then we die so this man actually lived in the tomb lived in the grave and no one could bind him he didn't hear what I said no and th- this is a physical thing by the way, no one could bind the bound. No one could bind him, not even with chains, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains. I like this part. The Bible says this guy lived in tomb. so he was the he could almost in, He was the he was the he could almost say the strong man of death in that region called the Gadarenes. And I almost said that the Gatherines would gather demons. He was the stronghold. He represented death in that region. And oftentimes would visit tomb to tomb. But you see, Mark was so quick to talk about he was in the tomb and broke all the chains and broke all the shackles but mark did not tell us his relationship in that region now because you were there turn to with me to the book of matthew chapter number 8 read from verse 28 only now matthew tells uh, mark tells us that he was he would break the chains and you know break the shackles and but matthew went further to say something and this blew my mind matthew chapter number 8 I'll read verse 28. The Bible says, when he had come to the other side, to the country of the Genesis, the Bible says, there met him two demon-possessed men coming out of the tombs, exceedingly fierce, so that, catch that, so that no one, somebody said, no one, now, Mark did not tell us that people tried to pass through the place. Uh, but Matthew explained to us why. Uh, because Matthew would give us the content. The Bible says that no one could pass that way. No one literally could pass that way. The word pass, as you look at the Greek word, uh, the word pass is the word parekomai. The word parekomai means no one could get to the end. To the end. It means the end. Hear me. Perakomai means the end. Therefore, as long as this man was by the tomb, no one could pass through. Let me make you understand it in a plain English language. As long as there was a strong man, no one could beat it. No one could pass through life. So if the strong man says that every family member dies at 50, no one could pass through. You know, hear me what I'm saying, church. This was a demon. This was the man who was there. The Bible said, they've bound ah, They've had prayer services. Ah, they've had all-night services. Ah, they've had counseling. This was a strong man in that region, in that city. In that city state, the Bible says uh, he, was, he would break all the chains. It's interesting how one man would break the shackles and would break the fetters and would break the chains the bible says each time they try to bind him let's have two days prayer two days fasting three days intercession they try to bind him they bind him for two minutes and he breaks out again that no one in the family could pass through Parakumai. As long as he was not bound, no one could prosper. Parakumai. This was the guy that took over the region and the territory. And that's the reason why some of you, uh, you haven't done more than your fathers. Why? Because there were familiar spirit that tells you that you cannot go through as long as the demon has not been bound. Uh, So the Bible says that this man will break all the chains uh, and no one was able to go through Parakumai. So your destiny and your helper Is on the other side of the tomb, but you can't go through. And the helper of your destiny is on the other side of the tomb, but you can't go through. Because there was a strong man by the gate and saying to you, You cannot go through until I'm bound have you ever warned that you've done everything to be greater than your father and your mother but you seem to be on the same level and no one in your father's sat at prosper but your great grandfather because there was a demon that tells you you cannot break through the lead, and they say that as long as we are in the family you never get married but you have children no because your great grandmother never got married your grandmother never got married your mother never got married and you're not married still and you do not understand that there was a strong man by the tomb and saying that we will kill anything that tries to go through You don't understand. The highest that can ever happen in your family is you and you're broke. And you're saying, God, but what is going on? Because there is a strong man that kills finances and wealth. When your destiny has been buried in the tomb, when your marriage has been buried in the tomb, where your wealth has been buried in the tomb and there is a strong man you don't play. You don't play. When some of us pray some kind of prayers, don't mock our prayers until you know where we are coming from. We are coming from a place where strong men said, until we are bound, you cannot walk through. So the Bible says in Mark, Matthew, no one could see the end, go through, past the place, as long as there was a man who was held, a man who was in charge of de- demons and the death. You can't go through this place. And, and I know that this doesn't sound like a deliverance service today, but I feel like a lot of you have been stuck too long because of the spirit that says you cannot pass through. I feel like life for you has become a consistent merry-go-round. You get to this angle and this level and you see the spirit there, you turn back in your life has been back and forth, you haven't broken the lead because there was a spirit of death that tries to kill everything that has DNA I feel like today God is about to put me—put you know, to an end every altar and familiar spirit older than you, are you here in church God is about to break altars and break powers that felt like you can go through, I believe God is breaking systems in this place, and I do not care where they come from I don't care whether they're from your papa's house or your mama's house, I believe today God is about to, somebody say break, break, break God is about to break what held you what held your children, what held your papa, what held your mama what held your siblings today say break, break, break let's jump back to Mark you may be seated the Bible says no one could pass in Matthew Nobody could go through. As long as that demon is there, he can't go through. I hear you. You he can't pass through. You can't break this chain, Lord. But why? There was something standing in the door. There was something saying no. But the Bible says, "And the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles broken in pieces, and neither could anyone tame him." This must be some guy. No one could bind him. He would break the chains and break the shackles and no one could tame him. Untamable. You know those demons that you pray, they only keep quiet for two days and then you feel like you're delivered, they come back again. Untamable. Your shackles can only hold them for 48 hours. And after that, boom, they come back again. The Bible says, and always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from afar, when he saw Jesus from afar, Make it easy. It's going to happen today. But control the narrative. Control the narrative. That's the whole idea for today. And I don't, need, I don't need all of you there. Just a few of you. Thank you. And when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him. And worshipped him. And it cried out with a loud voice, saying, and said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I implore you that you do not torment me. Hear me. The demon says, what have I got to do with you, son of the most high God? I beg you, do not torment me. The devil understands that when God comes in the scene, that he is tormented. Are you here in church? I believe today that God is about to torment some demons. Are you here in church? I do not know who I'm talking to tonight. But I believe in my spirit there's about to be a torment. God is about to frustrate what frustrating. father God is about to torment that demon uh, that say that you will not smile in 2023. God is about to torment that demon uh, that say that you will not get married in 2023. Uh, God is about to torment that demon uh, that say that you will be sick in your body. Uh, oh God, arise uh, and torment that demon. Say, Oh God, torment the demons. Oh, pray a moment. Velelente so velelente, barriako oh. so praicata. Lord, I speak as your oracle this day. Look upon your sons and daughters and release your fire and torment every demon resident here. Lord, now I decree and I declare that your fire has been sent forth. Every demon spirit that is holding them back. Oh God, right now send your fire. Send your fire. Yes, Lord. Lord. Be seated. Hear me and listen. Hear what I want to say now. Jesus, say to the man. Lord, even as we read this text, I can see what you're about to do. Lord, let this word that comes from my mouth be your inspired word. Lord, I shall alter these words. May you move in your power. Jesus said, "Come out of the man, unclean spirit. Lord, I pray. But everyone, while your eyes are closed, everybody, Allow me to do this for the next one minute. Every unclean spirit, every familiar spirit, every demonic spirit that has taken over anyone in this house, now in the name of Jesus, I command you to come out. Now, every demon spirit, hear the word of the Lord. I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of anyone in this building. In the name of Jesus, you unclean spirit, you spirit of shame, you spirit of shame in the name of Jesus come out you spirit of guilt and grief in the name of Jesus I see you come out now you spirit of Depression and suicide. I see the two of you here. I see two of you in the house. I command every spirit of depression. At the count of three, you will leave the body. Number 1 be seated guys keep sit 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 Number 2 Number 3 You foul spirit of depression and suicide I see you Now Now you're holding back, but now. For you are a consuming fire, oh God. Now. You're holding back, but spirit of a living God. The spirit that has taken over. I come against you in the name of the Lord. And I release the judgment of God right now. God, release your fire. Yes, it's coming out of her. I decree and I prophesy. In the name of Jesus, come out of that body. Let's get right ready in. The Bible says, Come out of the man, unclean spirit. Then he asked him, What is your name? Jesus asked the demon, What is your name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion. Legion. Which comprises of between four thousand to six thousand army troop. Its name was Legion. <laughs> For we are many. Also we begged him earnestly that he would not send him out of the what? Of the world church. The demon did not say, don't send me out of the body. The demon never said, don't cast me away from this body. The demon said, don't cast me out of this country. These are familiar spirits that are not just resident in people, but are resident in systems. You can exercise me from A, but don't take me out of the terrain. Because I have been mandated by hell to stay within this family. So the demon wasn't afraid of being exercised from a host. He was afraid of being exercised from a country, from a family. That is the reason why we find in and out spiritual warfare within family. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. It's in and out, in and out. So the devil wasn't asking to be exercised. He wasn't afraid of leaving a man. He was afraid of leaving a country. Somebody say a country. a country. He was afraid of leaving a system. He was afraid of leaving a certain family group. So yes, cast me out from brother A. I go to brother B as long as I don't leave the family group. Back to him honestly, saying, now catch what I want to read. This is where a lot of theologians make a mistake. The Bible says, now a large herd of swine. That automatically tells you it is not a Jewish terrain. Because you cannot find a Jew and a pig. <laughs> it's left the northern eastern part, it's come to the eastern part. So this tells us that this is not a Jewish region. As a matter of fact, this was a region that souls or people were sacrificed to a, a, a deity for death. It was a region that was known to sacrifice people to their gods. So this was a region that had a strong spirit of death. That was the reason why this man was in charge of multiple tombs. So this was a A Roman colony. Just like Philippi. The Bible says that in this verse. Now a large herd of swine was feeding there. Near the mountains. So all. Somebody say all. (laughs) I'm trying to picture that all the demons. The Bible says and all the demons. Now uh, uh, a legion consists of between 4,000 to 6,000 demons, all of them, begged him, saying, send us to where? He didn't say, they didn't say send us to another person. They didn't say send us to another brother or another guy, but they said send us to the swine. You want to know the reason why they, see they did that? A lot of conjectures online. Now this is one of the two destructive miracles Jesus performed. The first one cast the tree. The second one this one. But catch the reason why this blow your mind. The demons understand that he was a Jew. The demons understand or feel like he hates swines. The demons know that he wouldn't allow a demon go into another person. Guess what the demon said? The demon said to him, catch this. Even if you want to exorcise us, make sure, please, we don't go beyond this region. Put it in a better way. If Jesus had exorcised the demons without the swines in that terrain, it is possible that the demon would have been exorcised out of that region. So what did the demons say? Or what did the demons do? Anyway, we don't want to leave the country. We don't don't mind going as far as swines. Any host that can keep us in these gatherings. I don't want to leave this family line. I don't care. I don't mind even possessing what they call the useless. As long as I am in this region, I'm okay. Whether it is swine, or it is fly. Just don't take me out of this region. So the demons who are begging to remain in the country, even if it means them to stay in peaks. what does this tell you? That the demons who are more interested in the terrain more than the people. <laughs> you know, these things are wicked, you know. And I feel the reason why Jesus allowed the, the demons to enter into the swine. It's to prove to us that demons are real. If nothing at all, it is not a myth. It is not just some conjecture. These things are real things. So sometimes, he, I feel like he allowed it to happen to prove to us that these things are real things. These things have intelligence. They are beings. These things can speak. They have sense. And the Bible says, and send us to the swine that we may enter. Two words there. There are three words that is used in the scripture. Matthew gave us the first word, parakomai, which means an end. The Bible said they say something, send us to the swine that we may enter into them. What they are saying to Jesus, cast us out of the man and send us into the swine. Hear me. The word cast us out is called exachomai which means to come out of this place. But what to put back into the swine is called Aisekomai. What am I trying to say? The demons were saying to Jesus, cast out of this body, but also give us access into another body. That we may enter them. They were seeking permission to enter into the swine's. And the Bible says that we may enter into them. And at once, Jesus gave them permission. Then the unclean spirits went out and entered. They went out and entered. Then I understand just as Satan goes to and fro, so his demons go to and fro. Then I understand that demons can enter in and hurt family line. Sometimes you get delivered, and your brother gets possessed, and then he gets delivered, and then he get possessed, and the family share this demonic curse, in and out, in and out, in and out, and, and, and that's the reason why when brother A is okay, brother B, sister B has mental issues. Once sister B recovers, brother A gets this like turn by turn, in and out, in and out. <laughs> We're going to put a stop to some things today, is that okay? <laughs> in and out. At some point when you celebrate the family's victory, we're all excited for joy. Then boom, there's a problem with one of your child. The Bible says, Then the unclean spirits went in and entered the swine, about 2,000, and they hurt round violently down the steep, Placed into the sea and drowned in the sea. You know that demons cannot die, right? Yeah. Until the final day of judgment. But it's interesting that these demons entered the swine, and so the swans died. But they were still in the region. They were still in the region. Then the Bible says, so, this is the part, so, Those who fed the swines, what did they do? They fled for that? Those who fed the swine fled. And they told it to the city and to the country. And they went out to see what was what see what it was that had happened. Then they came to Jesus and saw one, the one who had been demon-possessed, had for my reading now. The one who had been demon-possessed. Had, who had the legion, sitting, clothed, and in his right mind. Now, there are three things I want to hear now. The man who has been delivered, the first thing that happened to him, he was seated. For the first time, the man who would cut himself, the man who would go to the mountain and go to the tombs to cry. For the first time in this biblical narrative, he sat. And as I looked at the word sat, it's the same word when transliterated as the word rest so this man hadn't found rest all these years he's been going from mountains to tombs and tombs to mountains breaking chains and breaking fetters and breaking shackles he had never rested he had never rested because there's a demon in him that never gave him peace he had never rested because his life was like a merry-go-round nothing seemed to move or go forth the bible says that when jesus at death with the demon the first thing that happened somebody said rest the first thing that happened, the man sat, but not just that. Bible said he sat down and clothed. Somebody said clothed. Ladies and gentlemen hear me, the man was not just seated, he sat down and he had a new regalia, he had a new cloth, he had a new covering, he had a new hope, he had a new blessing, and I want to prophesy to someone here today, that every spirit of death that seemed to be a garment over you and your household, in the name of Jesus, somebody say new garment, new garment, new garment. See there. So the first thing Jesus did was to cloth the guy. But that's not the right, that's not the best part. The Bible says, and in his right mind. So he has been in his wrong mind. He has been in pain this long. And when deliverance happened, it changed his mind, Metanoia. His mind was changed. He began to see things differently. I believe that God today. It's about to shift your mind right. To the right mind. And they were afraid. That's not the part that broke my mind. You would have celebrated this right. The Bible says. And those who saw it. Told them how it happened. To him and had, who had been demon possessed. And about the swine. And they began to plead to him to do what the region was more important to them than the person. They say to Jesus, Leave our demons alone. You know what I'm saying? They were not thanking him for they were not angry for the swine that drowned. That was not their problem. They were angry that someone had come to torment their God. Uh, So they said to Jesus, we are okay with our demons. This is a deity we serve. We are okay with this familiar spirit with us. Don't exercise these demons. So they were upset and they they begged Jesus to leave the town. You would have wondered that they would have begged Jesus to stay. There were places in the Bible when Jesus healed and did miracles, they begged him to stay. But this guy begged him to leave. Because as far as he was concerned, the demon of that terrain was more important than the man who was possessed. You hear me? This is the part that I want to enter into the space without your consent. This is the part that we want to address some things, even though your father has allowed it. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the part that your oh, oh, don't talk about that. This is the part we want to address certain demonic altars that we have built before your birth. Uh, are you hearing that? And they say that this stays, with, it stays within the family. You see, no, no, no. no. Some things you have to break out of. The Bible says that this guy said, leave our town, leave our God, but we want to we deal with that stuff. And at the end of the scripture, let's keep going. The Bible says in verse number 18, catch what the Bible says. And when he got into the boat, he who had been demon possessed. Now Jesus got into the boat. Jesus stepped out of the boat for one man. One. All I need is just one person today. He left the north eastern part, came to the eastern part, and dealt with legions. He dealt with six thousand demons for one man. You wow. he, he hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Jesus got into the boat for one person. Man. It wasn't the crusade. It wasn't a thousand. It, it came for one man who was hungry enough to seek deliverance. Are you hearing me? So he's not coming because we have a mega crowd. It comes because one man needs desperate deliverance. The Bible says, "When he got into the boat." He who had been demon-possessed begged him that he might be with him. Look at verse number 19. Let's keep going. However, Jesus did not permit him. Jesus permitted demons, but did he permit this guy? That's for another day. That's for another day. He didn't permit him, but said to him, go home. Somebody say, go home. Go home. Home is the word oikia. The word oikia is the same word used as oikaterion. The word oikaterion is the same place used as dwelling place. The word dwelling place is the same thing used as the resting place. When I looked at the word in the New Testament Greek lexicon, the word is manuka. When he said go home, he said manuka. It's that you've been in the tomb too long, tormented by hell and by demons. It is time to go menuka. It is time to go to your resting place. It is time to go to your dwelling place. It is time to go home. Somebody said, go home, go home, go home. The Bible said, Jesus said to the man, go home. Why? Because your, the tomb is not your habitation. Go home. Because poverty is not your habitation. Go home. Because sickness is not your habitation. Go home. Because lack is not your habitation. Go home. Because grief is not your habitation. Somebody say, go home. The Bible says, go home to your friends, the ones who pray for you, the ones that have been interceding for you. I'm praying that one day you will come to your right mind. And that one day the demon that held you by the tomb will let you go and you will come back to family. Go home to your friends. And tell them what great things the Lord has done for you. And how he has had compassion on you. The next verse. And the man departed and began to proclaim... Where? Decapolis. Decapolis means ten city-states. The Decapolis, as you look at the history of Decapolis, it was a region that was known for human sacrifices. It was a gentile region that was known to give people, like Molech, when they give babies. It was a gentile region that was known that the deity would receive only human sacrifices. So once in every month, a demon would randomly by familiar spirit pick a family from whom you have to sacrifice. And you have no right to say no when your house is picked. And as a man, you would have to present your child or your wife. So once in a while, these demons in this region called the 10 city state they would knock on city doors by setting familiar spirits. and say, This day the demon has chosen your household, so bring your child or bring your wife. And the man has no, no choice but to bring his wife, and the wife will be slaughtered. And that is the reason why there were multiple tombs in that region called the gatherings. And because of that, there was a strong spirit of death that was in the region. It was so bad that you're not allowed to leave the territory because the government has your name in register so that you must sacrifice a demon to a child or family to a deity the Bible says that when Jesus came into the town Jesus had to disrupt the activities why because we understand that the devil comes to kill to steal and destroy but when he comes he comes to give life and gives it more abundantly so when Jesus came into the territory he came to disrupt their system and their demons the Bible says that when this man was delivered Bible said he began to kerygma he began to proclaim the Bible says in is all that Jesus had done to him and oh Marble, dear the word of the Lord this man who was held back by the demons of the terrain when he was freed went back and began to testify what the Bible said the word kerygma or the word proclaim is to testify the Bible says that when this man was delivered from the demon he went back to the same demons that held him and told the demons, listen, you held me too long but he set me free, you held my children but he set me free, you held my mind but he set me free, the Bible said the one who ascended first descended and went to the lower parts of the earth and proclaimed his victory, Jesus before you went to heaven first went beneath the earth and went to Satan and went to Lucifer and said to them I have overcome the world When Jesus was done with that, he got into the boat and left. I got five more minutes to do this. Luke chapter number seven. I'll read that alone. I won't preach it. Luke seven, verse eleven. Lekunde <laughs> Paradoso Oh Lord, we are putting a stop to every generational curse. I rebuke that foul spirit. Now it happened the day after that he went into a city called Nain. And many of his disciples went with him. And a large crowd. And when he came near the gate. Somebody said, the gate. Say to us?" When he came near the gate of a city. Is the strength of the city. The gate of a city. Is the power of the city. The Bible says when he came to the gate of the city. Behold the first thing that came. Was the dead man. This was the strong man in that city. Death. Was a strong man. so The Bible says there was a dead man who was being carried. The only son of his mother. And she was a widow. So death took the husband. Death took the child. Death is about to take her. The Bible says. And the last crowd from the city again was with her. The Bible says. And when the Lord saw her. The same word he had for the man. Compassion. He had for the woman. And say to her. Do not weep. Then he came and touched the open coffin. And those who carried him stood still. And I like this. Because these undertakers are the same thing. Or you could use them as the same man in the tomb. The undertakers are those who carry dead cops. Or dead people. These are the carriers of dead things. Undertakers are the carriers of dead things. The Bible says that when Jesus came there, it touched the open coffin. Never spoke a word to those things. The Bible says that those demons stood still. Those undertakers that took dead things stood still. Those men responsible for death stopped stood still. Those demons that said that we're about to take you out, they stood still. When Jesus came into the scene, we don't care how long they've been been dead for, as long as Jesus was in town, the demons who took life stood still. Are you here in church? God is about to put a stop to everything and they will stand still in your life in the name of Jesus. Everything that has traumatized you and tormented you before now, that is a a standing still that is happening in this. I've got two more minutes to go. The Bible says, and Jesus says, young man I say to you arise I want to prophesy that every dead thing in your life, every dead thing in the tomb, every dead thing that has been buried, every dead destiny every dead finances every dead health, every dead mind, everything called dead in your life that has frustrated you traumatized you and taken you out, in the name of Jesus I command them by the finger of the law, stand still, in the name of Jesus say stand still Why you are there? Why you are still there? So we, he who was dead, he who was dead, somebody says sat. Somewhat used in the previous scripture was the man who was sitting. The dead guy, the first thing they do is sit. Somebody says sit. Somewhat used as rest. The dead guy Sat. And began to speak and he presented him to his mother 16 then fell, like he did in the previous verse fair came upon all those and the glorified god saying a great prophet has risen up among us god has visited his people ladies and gentlemen so let the lord say to me as we pray these few prayers this is your hour of visitation and this is not a cliche word i saw in the vision I was, this morning, I, we went home yesterday, we went home late, I have a funny, you have stayed up at night, and I, and I went to bed, and I woke up this morning, and I, I saw a vision, and I, the vision was not complete or clear, and I went downstairs this morning, I was about to read, my wife joined me downstairs, and we were reading together, and what I saw, the Lord gave me an ax. At some point, my wife didn't understand. I was leading her back. I was going back and forth. The Lord gave me an axe. And I, as I asked, asked the Lord there, what do I do with an axe? What do I do with an axe? And the Lord says, shatter. Now, hear me. A lot of you might see this for the first time. Oh, I, I've, I, normally, I would use my iPad, but I'm using my MacBook today. You know? The Lord says, shatter. No word of a lie. I closed my eyes, and I prayed, shatter. My iPad screen split in two. Hear me, church. Split in two. Cracked. As I released the word, I had in my hands. So I couldn't see my, the ink is everywhere, so I brought my MacBook to read. But I had the ax in my hand, and the Lord kept saying, shatter, shatter, shatter. I thought I was just hearing in my mind and I went to one of the rooms and I stayed there and I hear the word say shatter 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 the shackles shatter 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 the shackles hear the word of the Lord I've got just one assignment today I tried to stay out of the Hebrew and Greek tonight but I read these two passages to let you know something that God it's about to visit what you could not control. Amen. Are you here in church? God it's about to visit what you could not control. I would have asked the church to pay for my iPad because you broke it. Yeah, because I'm praying for you. But I'll leave it for today. But I saw that iPad split into halves and I saw the ink spread out and the Lord says just as this screen is broken enough release my word and shatter lift up your hands this is where I end spirit of the living God it will happen before you say amen spirit of the living God the one who shatters Look upon these ones. Look upon them. Lord. It is time. I will do it in three phases from the left to the middle, or from the right to the middle to the left. Spirit of the living God. I have delivered. What have asked me to deliver? On this roll, everyone who has been held by any familiar spirit, I decree now, 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 Hear the word of the Lord. Ferian to koya supaita. Felentu sufei kontaikata. Parokonto parakanti. Yekushkayushka. Yashonto yashontia. I rebuke you for our spirit. In the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost. You said you will break every 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 familiar altar. It is here now. 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 Now 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 You're bleeding so bad You're bleeding so bad What does it is that older I don't want that I don't want that to drop So bad I see a blade I see mama's pain, mama's wound. I see the dog in your heart. I rebuke in the name of Jesus. I command you right now. In the name of Jesus. I command you right now. The words that speak to your spirit. I wish you were praying, church. Yes, da da. Take care of Father. Your ears will not hear those accusations that tell you to take your life. I rebuke every suicidal thought in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I come against every altar from your father's house. I rebuke you, you will do greater than your father. there is no lead, there is no lead, there is no lead, I command every spirit, God average, out of this life, in the name of you, will do greater, that spirit that tells you it is for nothing, I command it right now, out of your belly, uh, you are a blessed one, take it, there is glory all over you. Glory. I had the name Glory, but I see the Lord says, Glory. Glory in the name of Jesus. Everything that has broken, everything that has taken what the Lord has put in your inside, I stand in the name of Jesus and I command familiar spirit out of this land. I command. I command in the name of Jesus is here. I rebuke you, foul spirit. I'm praying for the mind, your family's mind. I had lost a prayer for your brother's mind. I rebuke you. Ah. Yeke shopradi, velkosu prekata, veli anonso veli anonso, varuki Brasapa ragade so velia, reba rakata tata. I command her, every spirit that brings insanity, in the name of Jesus. Ah. Your glory will not deem. Oh, what is blood in your native language? Makila, 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 Ma- Makila. And they spoke in your mother tongue, Makila. Every covenant with blood, I hear Makila. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we cut tie with every blood covenant that was made on your behalf, on your family behalf. I come against you in the name of Jesus. The word of Allah stands for you. You're a blessed one. Jesus! to help you that get to come. I call out of this body in the name of Jesus. I call out of this body. All right, the last group. Lift up your hands here. This is the last part, (sighs) Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. I don't want to do to the deliverance service today, but beautiful. You are covered. You are blessed. You are not wounded. Your destiny is so, is so crystal that hell wants to do everything to stop you from the breakthrough that is already due you. All I'm asking for. Used want to call you what he calls you and what to fight against. I don't know the meaning of tosin I and mean, that's your name, but whatever that name means in the spirit I uncover I uncover In the name of Jesus Christ. I come against every pain that has been cursed. Every pain that you've been inflicted with. Every pain that has left you scarred. I come against the ink of pain that is over you. I come against the ink of pain that is over you. I command every imprint a reminder of your hurt. In the name of Jesus, I command you... Uh, why is this here? In the name of Jesus, they will not hold you back. In the name of Jesus, they will not hold you back. In the name of Jesus, they will not hold you back. In the name of Jesus, my God, they will not hold you back. In the name of Jesus. Every spirit of accusation that has come through in your previous season, <laughs> I come against you in the name of Jesus. Yes, sir. You've accused her age 13, age 17. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I, 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 I commend you right now this eve, uh-huh, this ink of accusation in the name of Jesus. Said against you for walking have no clue. I rebuke the world that acts in your life as an altar. In the name of Jesus. False allegations open. In the name of Jesus. I rebuke you from the roots. I command you to fail. In the name of Jesus. Everybody's <laughs> called You're a blessed one already, in the name of Jesus. You're a blessed one, in the name of Jesus. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I need that. Who's taking the microphone for me? Come. Come. Come close. You come close. Come close. I need the chair. I'm going to do it. succeed here.